Train Your Body with the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. If your kids are in sports and athletics, sometimes they come home pretty depressed. They come home dirty, sweaty, and maybe depressed because their team lost. And maybe they even say, I don't want to play that anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. It's not fun anymore. Has that ever happened to you? And if it has, how can you keep the athletics balanced and fun? Because there's a new thing with the IOC we're going to talk about today with my guest, Dr. Michael Bergeron. He's the president and CEO of Youth Sports of the Americas. He is the consummate expert on this. So welcome to the show, Dr. Bergeron. Tell us about the International Olympic Committee's call for youth and sports governing to make it fun and balanced for these kids. Well, first of all, thank you, Melanie, for having me on your show again. It's always a pleasure to be here. I think I, I know you for sure appreciate the value of sports, and I'm quite sure that most, if not almost all, of your listeners recognize the health, the fitness, the other advantages, even academics of kids participating in sports. But we're seeing a well-recognized problem these days. The business of sport has led to a lot of conflicting uh, interests and injury, consequently, burnout and dropout. So a number of organizations, including the International Olympic Committee, have recognized that we can't just be concerned with those who achieve the, the podium level of success. We have to start looking at this pathway to the podium, if you will. And so recently, the International Olympic Committee uh, gave me the opportunity to pull together a meeting a consensus meeting at their headquarters in Lausanne, Switzerland. And this is really an effort to address the very fragmented and uh, evidence or non-evidence informed, not optimally effective way that kids are being developed in sports all over the world. So it's really to pull together a more unified, a more evidence-informed approach to athletic development, and really just two charges, and, and that's one, to, to identify what are the challenges facing kids in, in competitive sports at all levels, and can we create some guidelines for a healthier, more sustainable model so that would provide all kids an opportunity for athletic and sports success at whatever level. So let's talk about the challenge first, because we, you and I have talked about sports specific and how some parents get into their kids with the sports specific and over specific thinking they're going pro and some coaches get a little too tough on these kids because they want to win and it goes all the way up to collegiate but starts as early as you know the five and six year old teams so the challenge keeping kids in these sports letting them try new sports cross training and all but also keeping it a little less competitive what is the challenge <laughs> well, there are, are numerous challenges, and, and because of all these challenges, we came out with uh, 27 different recommendations, but you're hitting it right on. I mean, that early entry point to sports is really where it begins, and recognizing that, number one, you as a parent or a coach, and, and certainly not the young athlete, know which sport he or she is going to enjoy and excel at. So it's important for a number of reasons to give a child a variety of different experiences, some of them structured, some of them unstructured, meaning deliberate play. You know, we've kind of engineered the fun out of, out of sports and activity. And so this does a number of things. It exposes the child to a variety of things. It also exposes them to an opportunity to find a sport that he or she excels and enjoys. But it also develops a more broad athletic experience. But the big thing with kids in sports, and one of the biggest challenges we see 
is that it, everyone is, is developing at an individual level. There's so many things going on with physical development, biological maturation and development, behavioral development, and all the interactions. And then you lay a sport on top of that. It's really hard, you know, for a coach or a governing body to manage this in a, in a standard, you know, one-size-fits-all way. So the biggest challenge is really the challenge of recognizing the individual variability and the individual level of readiness and development. Wow. So it certainly is now when we talk about striking that right balance and finding that. And I'm just going to tell you my quick story, Dr. Bergeron, because my daughter, you know, is a soccer player and she's tiny, Mm -hmm. tiny and fast as lightning. She said she wants to go to try track and field. Great. She plays basketball, and she's amazing at it because she's so fast and she cruises around. Well, now, because we want her to try new things and because I listened to you, she's trying volleyball because she really wanted to. Well, not a great sport where her speed's coming in, and she said to me yesterday, this is the first time I'm playing a sport where I'm the one they don't want to throw the ball to. Because she's so little, you know, it's just not, it's just not her sport. Her speed is okay. not coming into play. And so is it, it is okay, right, it, 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 to try all these things, but it's not as fun. Well, again, you, know, you, know, you don't want to keep your child in, into a sport that uh, he or she is not enjoying and not excelling at, and, and that's, there's no you know, value in, in forcing that participation. But again, your, your motivation was correct, particularly in the early stages of development. You know, find that sport. Find those multiple sports that complement each other and help the child to experience different things, but also to develop as a better athlete. And that's one of the biggest challenges that, that kids go into a single sport where they train and participate in the same way over and over. So the, the physical exposure is repeated in the same way, and that leads to injury. So, you know, by doing different sports and by developing those varied athletic skills, that helps the child to become a better athlete more athletic and more resilient to withstand the demands of one or more sports when the child gets into it at a more competitive and higher training level. So there, there's advantages. But, you know, I'll tell you the truth, a child and, and a parent can collectively to come together and, and find a, a sport at a fairly early age if the child is really benefiting from it and fully enjoying it. We just have to be sure that once there is a commitment to a sport, that it's not done in a repetitive overload way, so overload that there's recovery way. time and all that. Well, and soccer seems to lend itself to these early kids, because you see the tiniest kids out there, and even though this has been a world sport for a long time, and we're just kind of coming to the table with it, it does seem to be one that lends itself to the little guys, and they like to just run around and kick the ball. It's hilarious. In just the last couple of minutes, Dr. Bergeron, what do you want parents and even coaches listening to do to take from this Olympic committee, and you were in Lausanne, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. What do you want them to take from this? What do you want them to do right now with these sports to make them balanced and fun? Well, again, we have to understand why kids are in sport. And you, you said at the very beginning, not, not every child is going to be a superstar. So not only does athletic development take time, but it, it, for the highest level of Olympic or other, you know, uh, high level of athletic achievement, you know, not everyone's going to get to that level. In fact, very few are going to get to that level. So you're participating in sports for maybe you're going to achieve that, but you're really participating, the kids are participating for setting a foundation for all of the advantages that sport can bring. And that takes a long time, and it's also individually 
variable. So, again, the bottom line is, unfortunately, youth sports has become much too adult and media-centered. We have to start doing what's best for the kids and give them a chance for athletic success at whatever that is. I think so, too, and, and I will tell uh, the listeners that they can go. You you sent me a link to a website from, from the IOC, and that website is olympic.org. And you can look at the IOC's latest news on youth athletic development, aim high while keeping it healthy, balanced, and fun. So you can go to olympic.org, and we're going to put that link as well on our website. 30 seconds, Dr. B. Wrap it up for us. Well, again, I just have to also say you can also go to our website at youthsportsoftheamericas.org and and get that same information. Again, we all have the same goal. We want healthy, capable, resilient young athletes. We want sustainable, enjoyable participation. And you know what? If it's healthy and it's fun and and it's enjoyable and it's sustainable, that really provides the best opportunity for athletic success, again, whatever that level is. Absolutely. And that's just great advice. You're listening to Radio MD and the show is Train Your Body, Motivate and Perform with the American College of Sports Medicine, our great friends here at Radio MD. And if you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go. RadioMD.com. The show is Health Radio and we do these Train Your Body segments every Tuesday. Stay well and stay tuned.